every week since Christmas, WXBR has had at least one story about how our lack of snow has meant a change of plans for a winter-related organization or event. The decision to cancel the Sisu Ski Fest in Ironwood planned for January 6th. On that day, we actually had zero amount of snow on the ground. We were looking at bare ground, so it was pretty hard to imagine that turning around in just a few days. Snowmobile trails in northern Wisconsin unable to open weeks past their usual start date. Just all of the, you know, the motels and the gas stations and the restaurants and bars and whatnot that expect to have this time of year be hopping with snowmobilers, it's, it's, it's hurting them. The Mecca Winterfest in Iron County switching to virtual races because of poor trail conditions on its in-person race day. I don't remember uh, a winter like this. You know, last year we probably had 75 inches of snow already. And, um, you know, last season, Mecca grooming teams went out 98 times during the course of the winter. This year we've only been out uh, four times. The city of Ironwood, which normally has seen more than 100 inches of snowfall by now, has had less than 30 inches of snow. I've lived here all my life. I've never seen a winter like this. And I'm 70 years old. The lack of snow and warm temperatures have created less than ideal conditions for winter sports this year. This was predicted as part of a strong El Nino winter. But this has been extreme even for an El Nino winter, leaving many to wonder if we're also feeling the effects of climate change. So it's getting harder to disentangle what's the cause of a warm winter anymore. Is it El Nino or is it just the the long-term warming due to climate change? That's Steve Vavris. He's the director of the Wisconsin State Climatology Office. He says climatologists would more or less infer whether an extreme weather event was possibly linked to climate change. But technology has allowed us to get a better answer. This kind of um, attribution science, it's called, has become much more sophisticated in recent years. And nowadays, people run computer climate models using two different scenarios, one with the observed increase in greenhouse gas concentrations warming our climate and one simulation, a counterfactual one, without. And by comparing those two simulations, scientists can actually quantify how much more likely a certain extreme weather event was, or less likely, due to climate change. So while the higher-than-average temperatures we've been experiencing this winter are because of El Nino, Varvis says Wisconsin has also been experiencing warmer winters, with the last 25 years generally well above normal compared with previous years. It's led to the upper Midwest and northern plains having their warmest December on record in 2023. Wisconsin not only had its warmest December on record just now, but it was the first time that the statewide average temperature in that month was above freezing, slightly above 32. As we've seen this winter, this has impacts on winter recreation and the tourism-driven industry that depends on it. It also has negative impacts on the environment. Cold weather helps keep pests like mosquitoes in check. Fewer days of ice coverage on lakes can impact cold water species. And wildlife that's adapted to winter could be more susceptible to predators. One good example uh, is the uh, snowshoe hare, which changes its color from dark to white during the winter. And it does that because it's an adaptation to the expectation that there will be snow cover and that snow cover will help camouflage the rabbit. The big question remains, 
is this what winters will look like going forward? Vavris says yes and no. Wisconsin winters are expected to keep getting warmer because of climate change. But outside of El Nino years, we should see more precipitation. We fully expect that a warmer atmosphere holding more water vapor can produce heavier rainfalls. The variability in that is if the temperatures stay cool enough to create snow, or will that precipitation come as rain or something in between? So it's a little difficult to say in terms of the precipitation type, but even if we got the same amount of snowfall in the future, if it's warmer, that means that that snowpack has less ability to persist. And so we would expect more um, on-again, off-again snowpacks, at least in southern Wisconsin, where it's, it's less typical. In the far northern part of the state, where snowfall is generally more, um, more sustained during the winter, uh, there I, I would expect it, it might take a little longer to go to these um, you know, melt-offs and then recharges of snowpack during the winter. While everyone from snowmobilers to the restaurants and lodges that depend on their traffic are hoping for more snow soon to save this winter, Favris's best advice is to be ready to adapt. I think that communities need to be prepared for a different kind of winter in the future, and that means adapting. For WXPR's The Stream, I'm Katie Thorson.